Well, good morning and welcome to the drive. It's uh, actually 11.45, 11.47 in the morning. Slept in till 7 o'clock this morning, which was nice, and ran some errands for church for tomorrow for our um, uh, Sunday service and got some stuff that we needed. And now I'm back, so I want to do this real quick before the day passes me by and uh, going to be studying, finishing studying for tomorrow as well. And so getting in the Word, staying in the Word, it's so good, so good. Uh, we had our service last night talking about the death, the the pain, the suffering that Jesus went through for for us, for those who are walking with Him those who are redeemed, those who are saved, those who are forgiven. And we looked at Isaiah 3, and it's just so heavy. But at the same time, it, it, it's, it's sobering, but it's also celebratory because we know the full story, the, the, the full picture, and it's a beautiful thing to know that, isn't it? To know that he rises again, that uh, his resurrection, his risen from the dead, really validates our faith. It validates what we know is true. And so what, what we're looking at here this morning is um, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And here's, it's fascinating. Here's what Paul says. Apostle Paul, he says, I, uh, chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. Let's stop right there for a second. The Apostle Paul was brilliant. We know that he, his teacher, his mentor, if you will, was Gamaliel. And Gamaliel's only complaint was that Paul, you couldn't give Paul enough books to read. Um, and so he was brilliant. He was, if you read Romans, you read some of his letters. I mean, they are dense theologically. They are full of doctrine. Practical living too, but man, he... He was intelligent. And what he could have done is shown everyone how intelligent he was and bragged about it, boasted about it, gloried in it. But you know, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't do that. He's like, I didn't come to you guys with excellence of speech, wisdom of words. I, didn't, I wasn't trying to be clever. I wasn't trying to be smart. I wasn't trying to wow you with how, uh, how what a brainiac I am. <laughs> like... I didn't come to you as a great orator or a learned man who wanted to impart what he knows to you. And so right there, you see the humility of the Apostle Paul. You know, he was humble. And think about how he was before his conversion, before the Damascus Road. He was prideful, arrogant, angry, fuming, Wanting to get these Christians and Jesus people out of the villages, that get he wanted to eradicate their influence. And so, man, he what a change after his conversion. That's why it's called a conversion. It's a change, change of heart, change of life, change of ways, change of worldview, change of perspective. What a change from haughty to humility. From prideful to boasting in Christ. And so he, he says here, I, I didn't come to you to try to impress you with my great words or speaking skills. But here's what he did. Verse 2 of chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians. 
says, For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Wow. So the Apostle Paul, he knew other things. He was, again, he was a learned man. He was intelligent. He was quick. He was smart, right? But he determined. He's like, I, I, I know nothing but Christ and Him crucified. That, that is what I'm determining to be my goal in this life. And not, not even his goal. It's the calling of God on his life. Like, this is what God's called me to do. I'm, I'm not going to go off on these tangents, on these other things that don't even matter. But man, I, I determine in my heart, like, I don't want to know anything else except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Why is that important? It's important for a lot of reasons, but it's prophesied. And, you know, Isaiah 53, Psalm 22. And, and so it's important because the perfect lamb was slain. The death of Christ was necessary in order to make atonement for our sin. In order to forgive our transgressions. In order that we can walk in freedom. So yeah, is the death of Christ important? Absolutely it's important. One of the most important events in history. I determined not to know anything. Jesus died. He was crucified. And it was prophesied that he would be crucified before crucifixion even existed. And that's one of those facts that just astounds me, blows my mind. I just, I don't even know what to say. That's, a, that's a, awesome. It's amazing. Wonderful. <laughs> but his goal was to preach Christ and him crucified. And I think that's a worthy goal. I think that's a goal that as Christ followers, we should let people know. Not only that, yeah, Christ died, but why? He died for you. God so loved the world, he sent his only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that created. Jesus Christ died and rose from the dead. Romans 10, 9 and 10. Like, yeah, it's important. It's pivotal in the salvation story. We believe that. And that's what... Part of the gospel. Not the whole thing, because He rose again. And He ascended after 40 days of being on the earth, after He rose from the dead. And so this, this is part of the, the gospel, and it's huge. And so don't try to be clever. Don't try to be... Don't try to have the light shine on you or me. Like we're, It's not about us. You know, It's about Christ. It's about what He did for us. Preach Christ and Him crucified. Because it's powerful. You know, when someone saves the life of someone else or they, and they die, like they die saving someone's life, that is the most noble, most, you know, such integrity, such sacrifice. I mean... Words can express the power of that, and Christ did it for the whole world so that who would ever come to Him would be saved. The gravity of that, the weight of that, is powerful. It's huge, I think. And so, I don't know, I just love the Apostle Paul. I love his heart to just, you know, he could he could go around preaching and be the most... Uh, profound intellect in the land if you wanted to 
But he didn't. He preached the gospel. Because it was about eternity over education. It wasn't about impressing anyone with what he did. It was about pleasing God and letting people know the truth. And he did it with humility. Let us have humility when we live this life. Not try to be clever, but just try to get the gospel out however we can, whatever we can do. In whatever ways that the Lord sees fit for us. So good. So amazing. So anyway, we're continuing on, man, in uh, men and women, <laughs> in Second Corinthians. And there's so much here, so I'm not trying to rush it. We're just going to go and look at some of these verses, break them down, and just let these truths permeate our, our mind and heart and change continually change who we are so that we can t- draw near to God as He draws near to us, so that we can progress, be refined, sanctified, um, all of those things. And it's, it's amazing. It's encouraging. God's Word is so good. It's our treasure. It's what makes us spiritually rich. So God bless you guys. Hope you have an amazing Saturday, and we'll talk to you in the morning.